Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the hoon capital of the world, this is Talkin' Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the South, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, Formula One is for grown-ups. John Zappia is a driving fool out there. How about that? 542-265. Newton to the front. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Power podcast. I am Nick DiCembre and I'm here with co-host Simon Gonzo Travellini. There Nick, you have it. Nick, 542-542. After the week or a couple of weeks of motorsport, we had to start with that. A lot of stuff has happened, but... <laughs> We, that was where we had to start from because that is unbelievable. John Zapier, straight to the front. Others with bigger checkbooks than him. Have tried. Oh, they've tried and they've failed. Mm. <laughs> what an incredible run. Now, incredible. now, the thing is, right, now that he's gone 542, can you imagine the data that he's got? Mm. Oh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. So that, that particular pass, he went 358 three, to the 8. So he actually went quicker the day before to the 8, but... Um, I think they calmed it a little bit down at the start. It didn't look too calm. No, it, no, it, did. it looked it like it carried the, the wheels. Yeah, it looked like it carried the wheels to half track. Yeah. But uh, what an incredible run. Um, you know, look, if anyone in the world deserves to be the quickest, uh, it's, it's John Zapier. Well, as far as I'm concerned, he is um, the father of top door slammer yeah. anyway. Yeah, where does yeah. it put him now? Where 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 are we where do we put John Zapier in the scheme of world door slammer domination? Well, I mean, you know, look, the eighth mile stuff is what they run. Mm. Um, I, I mean, all I can hope for before Zap left to go to the US when he was talking about doing this deal, the the thing that um, I was very keen on him doing was introducing himself to the the sheiks. Yep, you know, so he can get the opportunity to race in Bahrain and. Mm. places like that and make money out of it yeah you know because he deserves he's worked very hard to get mm. to where he is and you know a lot of australians have gone over there as guests driven other people's cars had excellent crews and never succeeded anything to yeah. this level this is just unbelievable mm. and um you know just a credit to the guy and his crew and and uh you know obviously the noonan uh, yeah. engine combinations 
Um, but I'm just so glad that he's done it. And he's done it in a very, very short mm. you know, amount of time. Yeah. He's, if you think about it, really, realistically, chronologically, he's gotten that deal. He's run it once with a converter drive. Mm. He's converted it to a clutch. Yep. And, you know, within what? Two meetings? Yeah, it was two meetings, yeah. The Gallat, Gallat and then Virginia Park. That's incredible. He sets a world record. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, well done to John Zapier and his crew. Uh, we look forward to him coming back to Australia. Um, no doubt I, I, he wants to get back there. I guess there's going to now be uh, a push to get sponsorship and some corporate people behind him. Uh, there obviously needs to be some sort of synergy between an Australian and a US-based company where they would benefit from that, and hopefully he finds that particular company. The only problem with that, Nick, is that I think the PDRA is mainly made up of, of self-sponsored mm. uh, you know, races. Are, yeah. So it's going to be interesting how he tackles that because um, you know, he'll be the first person to tell you he hasn't got that kind of money and, and mm. being based in Australia and having to fly over makes it, you know, not double, but three times more expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, look, uh, Nick, I'd, I'd just like to take a minute to talk about something, um, you know, and I don't want to bring down the whole tone of the, the mm. podcast, but um, <clears throat> a friend of mine who um, we'd built a couple of cars for, uh, he, um, he, he uh, took his own life about a week ago. The funeral, mm. the funeral was actually today. And I'd just like to reach out to anyone out there. Um, you know, if you're um, if you're suffering from depression uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, talk to your friends because if you go and do something like that, the pain that the rest of us feel, um, and your family, and all the people that you leave behind, uh, is just incredible. And you know, we're we're all here for you. So uh, anyone out there, I just you know, I want to reach out and just say. No matter how bad things are, and my uncle used to say this all the time, my uncle John uh, from Northwest Engineering, I used to, you know, always be in trouble back in the day. Mm. Not that much really? has changed. <laughs> and he used to always say to me, you know, no, no matter how bad things seem, there's always um, someone else in a worse position. So, yeah. you know, um, if, you're, uh, if you're suffering from depression or you've got some, uh, you know, uh, bad things going on in your life, reach out to your friends and um, get their support because I'm sure that they and your family, they will, they'll be there for you. Mm. And no matter how bad things are, it, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, there's always a way around it. There's always some way to get around it. So yeah, Most definitely. And look, there's organisations now beyond Blue. They do a great job. Uh, the company I work for has supported them in the past as well. So, yeah, there's... If you feel, and you shouldn't feel that way, but if you feel that your friends wouldn't understand, and I'm sure that they would, but if you think that they wouldn't, there's always those organisations yeah. that, that can reach out to. So, Anyway, while we're on sad news, uh, Lewis Hamilton... Yeah, so we had two. We actually had two events in the in the, between the two in the in our last podcast. So let, let's just touch off. Lewis Hamilton has won the world championship. Mm. He sealed that with his ninth position in the Mexico race. You know, yeah. we we were really gunning for Vettel at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we certainly were. Um, the the reality was that the Ferrari is probably two. I reckon two, maybe three years behind where we want it to be or need it to be. Um, and I actually now have serious doubts about the Renaults as well. 
on the back of their very poor outing at Mexico. Yeah, I, I don't understand how they could go from, you know, a reasonable engine to mm. something that fails that, you know, well, well, repeatedly. We, we seem to have a mix in for, a change in fortunes. Now, um, Max Verstappen won in Mexico. Uh, and Daniel Ricciardo had an engine failure. He's had two engine failures in a row. Uh, turbo uh, in, in uh, Mexico and another turbo issue in the US. Verstappen's not throwing ball bearings in there or anything? No, you'd think he... I reckon he, well, he had a real dummy spit earlier in the year about his his reliability of his car. Now the... the it could have been worse. He could have been driving a Honda. Yeah, well... <laughs> Even the Hondas were having a bit of a red-hot crack. <laughs> the reality was, in Mexico, we actually had four Renaults pull out of the race. So we had Daniel's car. We had... Um, who else did we have pull out of the... the? It was Daniel's car, Carlos Sainz's car, uh, the newcomer Brendan Hartley from New Zealand. His car failed. And Nico Hulkenberg's all Renaults. See, this is why I prefer Kenworth to Mac. Mm. <laughs> Only truck people would get that joke. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the two races, not, not good for Ferrari. In the US race, I mean, we were fortunate enough that uh, Sebastian came second and Kimi came third. Now, what an awkward TV moment at the US Grand Prix yeah. at the end of the race. <laughs> I had a chuckle. Uh, probably, arguably, could have been handled better. I can't believe that it was... No, uh, I guess no, 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 the drama... The dra- You've got to admit, the drama. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but a few years ago, um, Peter Capiris mm. was leading the top door slammer championship. Mm. And Zap had to... Oh, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but he had to win the event and reset the national record or, or something along those I, I lines. I do recall that, yeah. 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 Well, they had the camera on... Capiris. Uh, Capiris you know, while that race was being run. And I thought it was a really cruel thing to do because, you know, if you work as hard as as that team did, and they're, you know, at the time, I think that they were definitely title contenders, Mm. you know. And, um, you know, this is the same situation. It does make for great TV. You've got to admit, we're talking about it, so I must have been... A, oh, a, a I good it thing. Was, uh, quite a, I shared it on our Facebook page. It was quite an awkward <laughs> oh, moment. Did you have to do a stick drawing of it? <laughs> no, well, I, I guess you can share stuff. Well, I did anyway, I haven't had a problem. But <laughs> haven't been banned? No, I haven't, haven't, no, not yet. They haven't shut down the Facebook page? No. No? no. You sure? We, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later, you should actually. Check. <laughs> We've been shut down with V8 cars. But yeah. anyway, that's another story. <laughs> So what I was disappointed was was his um, his post race con- uh, not press conference but interview after the race. He went on to say, um, "Look, I, I I don't care what anyone says. The move was illegal. He'd gone put all four wheels basically, <laughs> pretty much off the road to get by uh, Kimi." That was the Calder the Calder Park move. That one. Pretty pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> zapping the grass and uh, he went on to say we had a great race but these stupid decisions you really killed the sport it's one idiot steward up there who always makes the decisions against me at the end of the day everyone is running wide everywhere there are no track limits I really hope the fans didn't like this decision and hopefully next year they won't come what a stupid thing to say yeah I know but who is that one idiot steward and can we get an interview with him <laughs> They, they did name him. His name, uh, he's actually had death threats, the steward. And Max has <laughs> oh, since apologised wow. for his words. 
However, what I was disappointed with, he he's yes, there were other guys going off track, but they were going around the outside. If you go to the inside, you gain an advantage. Yeah. When you go to the outside, yes, you can break the track limit on the outside. No, no harm, no foul. But when you go to the inside, you you cut the corner. Yeah, cutting it's called cutting a corner. So anyway, <laughs> but I was really disappointed with that final statement. I hope they don't come next year. We're trying to build the sport in the US, Max. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, I, do you do you agree with their social media antics? Do you oh, think that? Did uh, you, oh, I couldn't believe. Oh, I had a real chuckle. So we had <laughs> we had Lewis at NASA, which didn't really surprise me. Kevin Magnuson hiking the Grand Canyon that didn't really surprise me. This is one that got me a bit. Bill Clinton and Woody Harrelson having photos with the Salva team. I don't that, know what that, the fit was there. It was I don't know were there any hot chicks around or no? There were. There weren't. No. No. Nah. Was there any cigars? <laughs> oh, you could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> so and then we had Daniel in these ridiculous looking denim overalls with braces um, as some random guy attempting to lasso Fernando who was sitting didn't, on a mocked up bull of hail didn't, didn't Daniel do something with a tractor pull yes he did yeah yeah in the days leading up as well yeah he was driving a um, blowing alcohol tractor uh, track in a tractor pull so then we had uh, Hussein Bolt on track drifting with Lewis Hamilton um and then the the real surprise for me was this from um, do you know I didn't oh. even know who Michael Buffer was. Yeah, I, I do. I'm a big fan, oh, of, but I think I can do it better than him. Well, let's <laughs> let's just have a listen to him here introduce uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to unleash the greatest racing spectacle on the planet. It's time to welcome twenty of the best athletes in the world. The finest drivers about to take charge of their machines and commence battle. From Perth, Australia, a man with a smile as big as his talent, with five Grand Prix wins and 27 podium places, a love for barbecue in Austin, Texas, and one of the most unique celebrations in the world of sport. Hold on to your shoes. Here comes Ricky Rocket, the Honey Badger, Daniel. Ricky Arnold! <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, when did he become the honey, honey badger? badger? What's that all about? That was Nick Cummins, wasn't it? Wasn't it Nick Cummins? <laughs> he was the honey badger. I still reckon I could do it better than him. Oh, I was, I was in, about... in the right corner, weighing in at 270 pounds, Nitro Nick DeChambre! <laughs> 270 is about spot on. <laughs> And then I was, I was, I thought he might have opened the race with "Let's get ready to break track limits." <laughs> you know, you know, I pegged the mic then. Did it? Really? Yeah. Oh, it did. Look at that! It did too. So it was uh, amusing to say the least. I guess a Formula One race in the US now with the US ownership it was always going to be something like this, wasn't it? Oh. I mean, you know, look, this is this is uh, very reminiscent of the. Uh, uh, I've got to remember what version of the name. Oh, that's right, Power Up a Loser. <laughs> that they had on the weekend, where we well, we'll just put on a show with everything there. It's like a buffet of racing. <laughs> this is a buffet of uh, circuit racing. I don't know. Look, I mean, there is so much for people to do nowadays that mm. motor racing is kind of, you know, I think it's starting to fall by the wayside. And the yep. other side, 
out of all the motorsports that are around, the reason that the MotoGP keeps on building and building and building is because, really, you've got to be a bit crazy to strap yourself on those mm. things. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they're always talking about safety. In yeah. all these other sports, you know, like drag racing, oh, 225 mile an hour, you've got to have carbon brakes, blah, blah, blah. You know, do you really need brakes? You've got a parachute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I don't know. I I, uh, I guess they've got to do things like this, blow up castles and, yeah, you yeah. know. No, I, 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 I went to the basketball on Thursday night and that was that was awesome. They really put on a good show as did well. Did they have a blow up castle? No, they didn't. No. No, no, they no. didn't have that. We'll see. They it could was, have a block castle. It <laughs> could be better. So, well, just out of curiosity, because, yeah. um, you know, I'm into sports that require more than one ball. Mm. With the basketball, what did they do that, that appealed so much to you? You know what? To be honest, it was probably because I was so close to courtside that that was exciting. It was loud. Every time the ball came down, they'd play music. It was, it was quite engaging. Yeah, that whole dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a load of bullshit. Oh, no, right. it, you know what it reminds me of? Going to the casino and standing where the pinnies are. Oh, yeah. The bloody... You just won the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that... Do. But it's actually... There is a... The, I don't know if you know this, but the the um, the one-armed bandits, what, mm. whatever they call the... What do they call those machines? The pinnies. No, they're not pinnies. They're, oh, I call them pinnies. I know. That's why I said it, so you'd understand. <laughs> Whatever, whatever they're called, the guy who's considered the world like the godfather of those things, right, is is from Australia. Yeah. And a lot of those machines, if not most of them, are actually manufactured here in uh, in Victoria, I believe. And he has, I mean, he denies it, but uh, it's it's pretty well known that he has studied that whole thing with the flashing lights and so on and so forth. And what it is is that if you uh, make a certain noise when you reward someone. So, for example, the ball goes through the hoop, your team is winning, mm. right, and you get that noise. Well, if you do that during the course of the game, okay, and then you do that noise when it doesn't go through the hoop, right, just randomly, yeah. you get that feeling of euphoria as if your team is... Oh, okay. Right? That's yeah. what they do with the um, the slot machines. Yep. They do exactly that. They'll give you a, a, the same, if not similar, noise to when you win mm. randomly to make your brain think that you're winning. So you keep pumping the money yeah. into it. Yeah. So you've been suckered into thinking that basketball's good by, oh. by, a, by a very, very simple trick. Yeah, okay. Well, I never thought of it that way, but it was a good night out anyway. <laughs> you're making me feel bad now. Did you drink? <laughs> no. Nah. No, it was with the kids. And it was a good night out. Yeah, yeah, it was a good night out. It was a good night out. <laughs> anyway, moving on to Mexico. Well, we, I mean, we've pretty much covered the, the antics of Mexico as well, but we had uh, we had Daniel not win. Obviously, he went out with a fundamental problem with the with the Renault engine. Now, they're really coy on what this, this issue is over at Renault because, as I said, there was four cars that went out that were powered by Renault's um, you know, thankfully, Max was able to hold on for a win, but he did. Do you think it was the fan belt? <laughs> Turbo, allegedly, not the fan <laughs> Does belt. Does that run off the, the fan fl- belt? The flange gasket. <laughs> the flange gasket. <laughs> so, it could have been a broken frets. A frets, yep. <laughs> so, I don't know where this puts the. Maybe uh, Horner, Christian Horner, has seen the, has seen something. 
at, and that's why he's switching over to Hondas. It was we mocked him, you know, a few weeks ago for making that choice for Toro Rosso to go over to a Honda next year, but maybe he can see something. I heard that he's getting ROC sponsorship. Oh yeah, breakdown assistance. <laughs> Kimber's towing. <laughs> anyway, whatever the fundamental problem is, I'm sure though. Do I have any races left now? Two. Yeah, so we move on to Brazil, and then after that, Abu Dhabi, and yep. then it's done. So, yeah, Lewis has wrapped it up with two races still in the bank. And um, the, the Mercedes has wrapped up the Constructors' yeah, Championship yeah, as well, haven't correct. they? Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, might as well not even bother watching no, the next two no, races. So we're not going to cover it the next two races, <laughs> all right? So don't write in. We're, not, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> all right, so the MotoGP... Two, and we had two MotoGP races as well. Yeah, but we had we had an important one, the Australian Grand Prix. It was huge. It was huge. <laughs> the the Australian Grand Prix. Not the, Melbourne turned on the weather again. Victoria, the raining for the most of the race or start of the race at the very least. Oh, look! It, it was. Um, it, it never. You know, I was lucky when I went there. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely magnificent weather. Yeah, Had an okay. awesome time. I was yeah. telling someone today. Um, second only. Went, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Um, second only to my wedding day. Mm. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, um, so it was an epic battle. Yeah, it was. Right? And yep. it just shows you how good this form of motor racing is. Mm. Now, yeah. I don't think I've spoken to a single person that watched that race and didn't comment about how incredibly tight and how close, uh, you know, just amazing. And it was a race right up to the end. It was. Well, you can look, look just, I mean, looking there, one, two, three, and four, we got a 1.8 second split. That's over. crazy. Yep. That's crazy. That's, that's, how they, that's how they finished. I mean, and then, I mean, arguably, it's a bit of daylight between Carl Crutchlow and fourth, but, I mean, that's, that's really 3.8 seconds. I mean, that's not... It's not really daylight. But. I heard a rumour that they were that close when they were battling that they ended up with rubber yeah, yeah, on their, on um, their um, leathers. Leathers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's what I heard as well. They were very close. The whole race, these, these guys, the top six, seven bikes were like you could throw a blanket over them. Oh, because they were cold. Yeah, they were... Because <laughs> it was raining. Because <laughs> it was pissing down. <laughs> typical Victorian weather. <laughs> <laughs> so it left uh, our man Davizioso. He uh, finished. What did he come in the end? I think it was thirteenth. Yeah, think, that's yeah. correct. Thirteenth. Yeah, so. he had a really shit race. Yeah, he did. <laughs> no, no ifs or buts about that. No, it was um, disappointing for him. Um, it was good to see Ianoni getting. Um, he was up there as well, near the end. <laughs> you know, there was a time where it was good to see you know, he actually finish a race. <laughs> I nicknamed him Crash Bandicoot there for a while. <laughs> he was he was off for a bit. And, and Zarko as well, an honourable mention to Zarko. He was he was up there for, for a considerable amount of time as Mate, well. Mate, the honourable mention has got to yeah, go. of course. Yeah, yeah. it's got to go to Jack. Yep. Cause, yeah. Because, uh, and we've seen this. This is what I think is really cool too this season. At every single race, there's been uh, someone from the home mm. country that's led, yeah. you know, at some point. And that's, that's awesome. I mean, how good is that for the local fans? It was great. I mean, he was legging it there at the start of the race. He was quite, he was out in front, had a good substantial lead. Now, now this is what made 
I mean, there was a few things that happened at, at Phillip Island for me that made it pretty awesome. But, <laughs> but in particular, it was getting to watch Casey Stoner mm. and Aussie yep. win riding a Ducati oh, yeah. with the Australian flag draped over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was, yep. you know... I remember uh, uh, Frank Frank was spewing because, you know, he wanted Rossi to win. Yeah. And I said to him, you know, come on, man. Dude, come on. Frank. Italian bike. Frank, come on. Aussie riding it. He'll be listening. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you ask for? It's like, you know, you speak with even now a lot of lot of guys that used to go for Italia in the soccer. Now they're swinging, you know, they go for Australia, you know. They're, yeah, well, I mean, changed, you know. You should, you should support the local team. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, we moved on to the Malaysia race, which was just on Sunday. Um, that was, the weather was slightly better. It was not on Saturday, actually. It was terrible on the, on the, on the qualifying day. Um, yeah, but they, they had the opportunity to qualify in dry and wet mm, conditions, yep. which is rare. Yeah. And um, I think that if you're a smart team, you'll work out a good setup for both. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the smart team at the Malaysian Grand Prix was the uh, Ducati team with Davizioso winning the race ultimately. Was, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jorge, we haven't seen Jorge. Jorge yeah. led the bulk of the race really and um, look, I don't know. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you the end. Team here. orders? Is that it what you're going to say? Yeah, it didn't look like team orders to me. It looked like he literally made a mistake and genuinely made a mistake. He's, he's gone on to say that he didn't. Do, do you do you not forget, like a couple of seasons ago, the battles between him and Rossi? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you there was no team orders, and even if there was team orders, he wouldn't have listened to him. But even if there was team orders, who has a problem with it? I certainly don't. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with with him relinquishing the lead to to Divisioso to allow him to fight the championship one more race. I, I think that it's good to see him, you know, back in some form because mm. I've got to be honest with you, at the beginning of this season, I I, um, I honestly wondered why they signed him up. And, yeah. and they signed him up for a lot of money. Mm. You know what I mean? He definitely wasn't earning his... Um, but, you know, he's coming good towards the end. I don't know what it was. Maybe, you know, maybe there's, there's something that they're not telling us. But... Um, uh, Huge race for both those guys, and um, you know, nearly a ten-second. Uh, uh, well, it was for Davizioso to third, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, good to see them coming on strong, and it's pretty close now. The points between. Um, well, it's still it's still uh, twenty-one, but at least the, it's alive still. We have got one race to go. Twenty-five up for grab. He's got a twenty-one-point lead, Marquez. That is so. I'm um, it. it it's still live. I mean, we yeah. saw yeah, a Honda motor detonate itself like a Renault only a few <laughs> only a few races ago. What do you mean, like a Renault, like a Honda, like a Honda too? But the Renault's taking the the, the, the title now for the engine blowups. Um, we saw that engine blow up in a, dr- a dramatic fashion only a few races ago, and that will be playing in the back of his head, I reckon. Marquez's oh, head. Oh, look, I think that uh, he's just going to take it easy. You know, yeah. he's he's got to finish what in the top. Um, well, he's got to he's got to finish basically seventh. If, yeah, he's he would have to finish um, if if Davizioso was to win, um, he can't finish more than 
Yeah, about seventh yeah. or... I or, think it's seventh. Yeah. Around there. But Dovey's got a win. That's right, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's a few people out there that are going to give Dovey a bit of a, <laughs> you know... Yeah, yeah. A bit, bit of a... Bit of a nudge, hip and shoulder. How's your mother? Yeah. So... Let's. I don't want to talk about this. Let's go straight to the interesting stuff. NHRA was next. Yeah, but you know, you got all the bloody top fuel and all that. I was on the phone to... Um, actually, I was on the phone to the guy supplying the parts for the Camry. I was oh, right, trying okay. to get a hold of him. Yeah. Um, and I actually got an email from him today... So this is this is some interesting. So th- this is where we're at. I'll just give everyone a bit of a Camry yeah, update. Yeah, let's do the Camry update now. So I don't know if you can see it in the background there, but I've pretty much got all the fabrication work done. Mm. Um, you know, there's a little bit left to do, but not a hell of a lot. Um, Trev is in Bali, so it's just been me and Dave mm-hmm. working on the car. Um, you came in on Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. yeah. Did a little bit of work. So what broke, we've got broke left... a few things. What'd you... Oh, that's right, you did too. Yeah, a couple of things. Well, you're going to have to pull that all apart and fix it. It's all right. Bro... Trev broke the one the the stud on the steering column, so that's all got to come apart as well. Anyway, anyway, so where we're at is the gearbox is built right, and uh, uh, I've I've just got to basically bolt the diff back in mm. and and a filter. Um, Jamie from Shift Kits has had to write a strategy because we've taken the sprag out. We still don't really know whether this is going to work or not. Mm. So the shift from second to third is going to have to turn off one clutch pack and turn another one on. And because of the way the solenoid logic works in the valve body, um, Paul from Keys has had to introduce another solenoid so we have got absolutely no idea whether this is even going to work. Right? Mm. Is that instilling you with confidence? Yeah, no, I know. You're, yeah, I'm, <laughs> anyway, I'm so ecstatic. so that's kind of done. You know, most of the other bits and pieces are done. WI suspensions have come on board, and they've is it, um, is it Seema at the moment? Stewie, Stewie is is mm. he? Yep. Oh, there you go. That might be why I haven't seen my sway bar yet. <laughs> so. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that actually. What's anyway, that? That he's Seema. Yeah, that he's not there. Not his, yeah. Anyway. Wait, is it a secret? I don't know. I, just, I probably shouldn't have disclosed that. But anyway, he, he's there. You'll have to edit it out. Mm, I better. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a good thing that people know he's here because he's obviously over there looking for new products. Yeah, yeah. Innovations, new mm. products. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, where was I? <laughs> WA Suspensions. Yeah. Well, they've, yeah, anyway, they've given us some springs. We've got a sway bar on its way. Um, most of the rest of the car is done, aside from putting a few bits and pieces. But the... Oh, and Grant from Performance Turbocharging, he's come on board. He's rebuilt the turbo. All oh, right, right, okay. Yep. Um, so, thanks, Grant. So, uh, I'm trying to think. Someone else came on board this week. Oh, that's right. Off-the-road uh, tyres, OTR oh, tyres. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, they've donated to... You can't buy... Can you believe this? You cannot buy... Uh, for those of you that don't know what a hoop is, it's the, the outside bit of the rim, the blank bit. You mm. can't buy hoops anymore. 
Oh, really? No, not in Australia, no. In the old days, ROH used to manufacture them, and I made a lot of rims mm. over the years. Like, I either used to make them up myself or I'd give them to Summerfield Engineering to um, yep. to do. And um, and obviously, Stan, Stan the wheel man, mm. he, yep. um, he does them as well. Um, but the hoops that everyone stocks now are to take a 14-inch centre. So yeah, if you've okay. got a Monaro, yep. for example, and you want to keep the Monaro centers, you cut them out of your 14s and you fit them into the new 15-inch blank hoops. Mm-hmm. So what we've had to do is get... I've got one here, actually. We've had to go and buy a rim yeah, right, okay. for a Land Cruiser or something, yep. 15 by 7 rim, and cut the centers out. <laughs> a brand new rim and cut the centers out. Oh my God. And now we've got to cut the centers out of the Camry rims and yep. you know mock it up. So we've got that left to do. We're waiting on the tyres uh, that are coming through CMP. Um, but there's one small... I don't think it's a big deal. I figured out the injectors because the injectors are completely like the sizing and everything and how they mount and everything. But I've, I've come up with a solution. Mick at Overboost gave us a bit of a hand. And uh, Rob at Monster Talk, yes. um, he, uh, he also gave us a hand to figure out how we were going to do this and uh, the boys at MTQ had all the bits so and I spoke to Jamie a little bit it was a bit of mucking around I didn't think the injectors would be a problem right but uh, the injectors in a Toyota Camry are like completely different to you know mm. as as everything else is anyway yeah. boys at performance mods got all the machining done right mm. so we have one slight little problem we don't have the rest of the bits to put the motor together. And it is Tuesday because we record the show on Tuesday. Mm. Tuesday the 31st. Halloween. Right. So we have 12 days left to build the engine, fit it. It is Halloween. Yeah. It, it, trick or treat. Yeah, I took the kids <laughs> earlier before I came here. Did you? Mm. Did you get any lollies? Yeah. Fredo's. Did you bring any? No. You didn't bring any? I ate a Fredo. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Whose was it? I don't know. Anyway, the- anyway, anyway. <laughs> so we have got 12 days from today to uh, build the engine, finish the gearbox, bolt it together, um, plumb the fuel system, wire the transmission, which Jamie's going to do that. I, I trust, I have 100% faith in Jamie. Um, hope that the gearbox works, tune it, and drive across the Nullarbor <laughs> and hopefully hopefully get it down to the motorplex beforehand uh, beforehand yeah and um and I've also got to build a couple of transmissions <laughs> in between um I'm I'm just about ready to throw the towel in but anyway I this is it's taken a long time for me to get to this part of the story which is the important part right so so, the problem and the reason why the engine isn't built yet is because all the bolts on these things are torqued to yield, mm. right? Um, now, people are telling me, no, they're not, but if they've got an undercut on the shaft, that generally means they're torqued to yield, right? So, I ordered some parts from a company uh, called uh, Rat2, right? Because it turns out that something similar to the engine that we're running is what's in the Lotuses. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, they use wow. a tra- 
Camry engine. Hmm. So it's not quite the same engine, but it's similar. And the head studs and bolts and so on are the same. And Ian uh, Ratui is the guy's name. I rang him up, rang him up a while ago and, you know, ordered these bits. And I haven't been able to get a hold of Ian, right? And I explained to him that, you know, I didn't mind paying the extra for the three-day, they call it UPS Red, it's yep. a three-day service. And when I was racing um, the blown car, I used to use it all the time, you know. So I was starting to get pretty nervous because um, I couldn't get a hold of this guy and, you know, mm. I don't know where the parts are. But I've got a treat for everyone out there. So Ian got in touch with me last night and we have a tracking number, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very excited about this. So you can all log on to Australia Post or USPS and, and, and watch these parts, right? Because basically, if we don't get these parts soon, okay, uh, it's impossible for us to do this. Now, I'd just like to explain. The problem is that the, the Toyota Camry, it, yeah, do it. <laughs> that's, that's the number there. So Nick, Nick will post this up somewhere, I guess. So the the um, the Toyota Camry uh, head gaskets are uh, graphite head gasket, and apparently they blow head gaskets if you run them on eighty five octane. <laughs> They're that bad. That's why they put knock sensors in these things from factory, right? Sorry, I've removed my head from the microphone because I'm actually typing in this con this connote number <laughs> as we speak. So so um. So I need MLSs. You can't buy an MLS, but this guy's got a gasket that apparently will work. And we needed main bolts because, like I said, they're torque to yield. And we needed the head studs, right? Um, I can't try and put boost in the standard engine because guys break them at like seven or eight pounds. So I'm wasting my time if I'm going to try and do that. So for all of you out there, the tracking number is C for Charlie, F for Freddie, six six seven one zero eight five five eight us okay now the usps site <laughs> says that it arrived in in melbourne on the 25th right well here it's on the 29th well, exactly the australia post tracking site because you can use the same number on both sites says that it arrived on the 29th now I don't know which one's right, but I know that whenever I've gotten anything via USPS, mm. it ends up in Melbourne, yep. and then they send it via road. Road, yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I didn't want to say it on air, but since it's you're true. saying it. It's true, it's true. This is a week away. You're not getting that till uh, the, probably the 7th of November. So, Scotty, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to make it. That's legit. I'm, 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 my, well, look, my yeah, pause in silence is, is, is the, I'm looking at this Sunday, the 29th of October. Everyone out there's got the tracking number. Can we do like Santa at Christmas time? Like they do that tracking where he comes down from the North Pole. We'll do that on our <laughs> I don't know. Can you page. do that? Everyone can. Because everyone's asking me, are you going to get the camera done? And I said, I really don't well, know. Well, this is where we're at with it. So, um, I, uh, I mean, I'm going to keep going. Mm. I'm going to keep going right up to the, the, the death knock. Um, and, and in amongst this, on um, on the 6th, it's my wife's 40th. 
Well, you got to celebrate that. Oh yeah, de- we're definitely. Oh, I'm having. You having a day off? Day off, definitely. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are allowed to have the day off. I'm, I'm having the day <laughs> off, right? So, uh, look, regardless, if we don't make it to um, to uh, drag challenge, now I've got some drag challenge news. Mm-hmm. I've got some drag challenge news. Harry Haig. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Harry. Harry uh, has had a couple of dramas with that car over the years, uh, lifter failure in mm. particular, all right? So we discussed this a while back and um, I said to him, you know, look, when we're building something pretty radical uh, in a Chev, we normally put a larger lifter in it, like a 930, because the Chev is 825,000 diameter lifter. So we normally put like a, a 930 or a 960,000 uh, yep. diameter lifter in it, right? So he's got the boys, Terry Singh and the boys at Paramount Performance to go through the engine combo. And I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe that uh, some new manifolds have been made up by, um, oh God, I've forgotten his name now, uh, from Six Boost. Uh, Can't think of his name. Anyway. Um, And he's mounted uh, two two turbos now it's twin turbo and the turbos that he's used um are considered by most people something you'd throw in a bin (laughs) they're not a ball bearing right okay so terry's tuned it they went down uh to the track they did a half track shut off right it went 860 at 120 mile an hour wow right jeez so terry turns around and he says to harry are you ready to run a seven and and harry's like going well, what are you talking about now you got to understand this is like if you haven't seen the car the car is pop 666 right it's it's literally you know some old bloke's hq mm. it's got the venetians the whole lot yep. right it's hardly a you know fully developed race car and mm. harry has a tendency of his cars that uh, between race meetings they just go in the shed and gather dust and that thing really only comes out around drag challenge time you know yep. so on the next pass car goes 790 wow turn the wind up a little bit more 780 jeez bit more wind 770 so he rings me up and he goes what are you boys over there got what are you bringing and i said well as far as i know 820 is <laughs> where we're at over here and he's going, oh, boys, you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> it sounds like he's bringing a cannon. Now, I've got it on good authority, not not from Harry, but there's a bit more boost left in that thing yet, eh? Wow. <laughs> so he's gone 770. 770, and uh, he sent me some data mm. um, to, to ask me about, you know, what I thought about a couple of things. And... You know, torque converters are a magical thing and they tell you a lot about what's going on. And, uh, man, they're not ramping the boost into that thing until it's down the track. <laughs> so, so you reckon there's 30s in it? I, I don't know, Nick. I'm not going to speculate. Yeah, okay. I'm not yeah. going to speculate. But I'll tell you what, if you're if you're going to drag... And, and the thing is, he ran that 770 in the heat of the day. Yeah. Everyone else went two-tenths slower. Yeah, okay. Yep. Right? So, you know, oh, he's got a pretty serious car. And mm. he reckons it drives like a Cadillac. They've put a little wing on it. It's tiny. The wing's tiny. Yeah. He reckons yep. you can let go of the steering and it just goes. Yeah. 
you know, I look, I, I, I reckon that he is a deserving uh, winner if he does. Most definitely, yeah. You know, because he, I mean, he's been an awesome ambassador for Australia uh, with Drag Week mm. in the US. They all love him over there, and he's really, he's brought the Australian name, you know, like yeah. he's, he's, he's done a lot for Australia in mm. terms of... Um, uh, bringing back our popularity over there. Yeah. So everyone, <laughs> so, <laughs> keep an eye on that tracking number. And if you know, know anyone at Australia Post, <laughs> pull some strings for us, please. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, well, look, we're a lot closer than we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You've so, put in a lot of hard work. You've put in a lot of hard work. So I think the LSD, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw photos of that. Oh, did you post them up? No. Oh look, no! Nope. You've got to post the photos. Can I? Yeah, yeah okay. you have to. Right. That's um, that's a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll put some photos up then. I didn't want to do it. I didn't know if you wanted if you wanted that disclosed or not. So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's a it's a pretty cool thing. So um, anyway, so NHRA, pro, yeah, pro, pro mod. mods. It's finished. We finished for the year. We went out in style. Not we, but our man Stevie Jackson went out in style, having a win. A win against the eventual champion, Troy Coughlin. Yes. So it was really good to see Stevie win his final race, and I think it's put, sort of put a prep in his step for next year. Um, well, definitely, he has definitely said that in the interview. <laughs> mm, he, he has, he has said that in the interview. Um, to win the last race of the season is a game changer for us. No one wants to eat their Thanksgiving dinner thinking about their butt kicked. So, yeah, he's obviously finished the season off in, in style. Um, qualified in the third spot, um, Mike Castellano in fourth and Troy Coughlin. They were really the only two that could win. It was Mike and Troy. Um, uh, Mike went out in the earlier rounds and Troy went all the way to the final. Uh, he had an engine... Well, I won't say engine failure, but he had a failure of some description... Um, and one of the sad things, uh, Eric Latino had a big crash in qualifying. He was okay, but uh, the car was a mess. Some good news in uh, Pro Mod. Um, they've announced E3 Spark Plugs as a joint series name sponsor for Pro Mod next year. So the calendar's out. Now, we have some breaking news today. So... The, we hinted at it a couple of weeks ago that it looked like there was going to be an overlap with um, it was going to be the Texas NHRA, NHRA Fall Nationals was going to fall on the same weekend as No Mercy 9. The duck, you caught it. You actually said it. Yeah. It change. Of he course has, he's going to change it. He has. He's brought No Mercy 9 forward to the 27th to the 30th of September. I don't think he had a choice. Really. But has he resolved his issues with uh, Stevie Jackson? No, and- prob- probably not. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's about the cars. I think it's about the tuners having the ability to have the tuners there. Uh, a lot of these guys that tune these pro mod cars are tied up doing that and and not able to come if there was a conflict of of weekends. They weren't able to to attend. So he's called it. Um, and you, well, you caught it. I didn't think he would. I would have thought he's the sort of guy that sticks to his sticks to his guns. But nah, nah. Look, yeah, I mean, Stevie Jackson has always brought a crowd. Yeah, right. Yep. If he's committed to pro mod, he's committed to pro mod. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. The, you you think it's the tuners? I thought it was. Yeah, 
Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. I mean, they, they seem to be able to... You know, Billy... Stockland. Stockland, he gets mm. around. He does, yeah. He tunes <laughs> just about everything. Even even next-door neighbour's car. <laughs> uh, Pro Stock also announced this, this today as well. They'll have 16-car fields for the entire season. There was talk that they might drop down to eight. Um, they're sticking with 16 for the entire season. Yeah. Has Pro so. Stock got future, Nick? No. No, not in my eyes. I, I don't. But I've never been a huge fan of it myself. Even I when just it was, don't. I don't see where it's going. Yeah. You know. But yeah, look, look. I mean, they're they're persisting with it. Obviously, there's going to be a number of teams that. Well, I know Alan Johnson is obviously leaving. Mm. Um, Elite Motorsports had a season they'd probably want to forget as well. Um, and it looks like I don't know if Greg will win it. I think he'll hold on. To win the championship, that is. Um, the only thing that might, you know, Bo Butner um, might have a chance. So, but yeah, it's not, it's been a lackluster. Season Summit team Mike. hasn't been that far in front for a long time. No, that's right. Yeah. So it's good. I, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of Greg mm. Anderson. Yep. And Bo's from the same stable, I understand, as well. So the top three cars there are from the same same uh, KB Racing. KB Racing, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. They're obviously... See, so this is the thing. We we discussed this uh, a while back about the EFI. Mm. And um, I, I think the NHRA went about it the wrong way. Mm. They should have run them concurrently. So you could run the Carbies or the EFI. Uh, but obviously, they've gotten on top of the E5 program a lot faster than the other teams. Yeah, yeah. I know supercars, not your favourite subject. We'll just briefly touch on the Gold Coast 600. Um, good day for the Fords, the Saturday and the Sunday. The Saturday what? was a terrible day for weather. It was shocking. Why do they have enduro events after Bathurst? It's part of the Enduro Cup. So there's the there's Sandown 500, there's Bathurst, and then there's this is the, the last of the Enduro Cup races. So. Shouldn't they have Bathurst as the last one? I would think so as well, but the timing of Bathurst doesn't allow this race to be before it. And I think this Gold Coast race for, for the Queenslanders as well has sort of replaced the Indy cars. And yeah, I, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't, you know... The Indy cars is Indy cars. Indy cars, yeah, <laughs> you know, completely different. <laughs> no, I hear, cars, I hear. Uh, grocery getters. Yeah. Anyway, Chaz Mostert and um, and uh, Steve Owen bounced back. Um, they even got caught up with their own teammate in uh, Mark Winterbottom in the pit. Mark Winterbottom got released obviously too early and, and gave old Chaz a whack in the pit, and <laughs> Mark got penalised for that later in the race. Anyway, so Chaz went on to win that race. <clears throat> the day after was interesting. Scott McLaughlin actually qualified in 13th, and they thought he was down and out, but he managed to fight back and get up to the lead um, and won over Jamie Wincup and Paul Dumbrell. That's incredible. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> drive um, and literally got home with a cup full of petrol. Actually had to push it to victory lane. They ran out of fuel. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah pushed it to victory lane. That's, so. Uh, the engineers did their job on that they one. Did. They certainly <laughs> did. Um, interesting news today, just came out today, Alex Rulo. I'm not sure what's happening over there. He hasn't got a, a ride for the last two rounds. So he's contracted still, um, but 
at the moment there's a contract obviously a dispute and he they have not made arrangements for him to go to New Zealand so as we know Lucas Dumbrell Motorsport their next year they're going to afford uh, their leasing or whatever the deal you want to call it is with PRA it'll be a Falcon um, and it is understood that Alex will not be part of that that's incredible. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how Alex and um, so what. What is the basis of that? There's no, no, no cats. There's no, out I, of the bag. No, yet, no, no, nothing yet. No, no, it only happened today. So um, he's only seventeen. Yeah, too. yeah, he's still at high school. Still at he's a Trinity boy actually. So he's still at school, and um, the their management. Uh, advise that he's he's still going to new zealand but the team haven't made arrangements for him to drive the car over there so we'll have to watch that one play out is it you reckon it's got something to do with the the buy-in i i think it has yes there is a suggestion that the the, the buy-in from phil mundy has <laughs> has changed has changed something but well, he doesn't like Rulo. um i don't know if it's that i, I really couldn't tell you i Alex probably hasn't had the best year. It'd probably be a year he'd rather forget, I guess. Yeah, but he's 17. Yeah, yeah he's only a young kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Know. Like, he's got a long way to go. He got caught up with Winterbottom in a, a few races ago, and I didn't really appreciate Winterbottom's uh, handling of the situation. And I'm a big Winterbottom fan, but mm. I think he was a bit hard on Alex at the time. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. We'll, we'll know anyway by the New Zealand race how that one goes. Now, we, we touched on SEMA. SEMA's huge. We sh- I'd love to go there one year, actually. Number of cars being debuted. The, the, the one that really caught my eye was Kia. Kia have teamed up with West Coast Customs. You know that TV mm. show, Street yeah. Yeah. Customs or whatever they're yeah. called? They're, they're releasing a... Uh, Bogmar Ride, I think it was yeah, called, wasn't Bogmar. it? <laughs> That's what it was called. It, was was it? A, it wasn't the best show for for. Um, a lot quality. of bog in America, eh? Yeah. He's a lot Bondo. of bog. Bondo. Bondo. Isn't that what they call bond, it? Yeah, Bondo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Kiev, Kiev team at West Coast Customs. You know you know what, Nick? Thinking about it now, I think they bog the whole side of the cars. Mm, yeah. And then they've got like a speed file that's the whole length of the car. Mm. <laughs> and they just square it off. Well, yeah. Maybe there's no metal under there. Oh, just make knows? the whole thing out of bog and just carve it. I do agree with you. I watched that show, not religiously, but I watched a few episodes and I didn't Which quite agree. Which pit my ride? No, it was even that one, the Street street Customs or something it was called. It was West Coast Customs as well. No, but the one the that, on. that used to get me was, um, and you know, I'm a big fan of Chip Foose. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, overhauling. Overhauling. Yeah. How could you possibly do that in, you know, two or three days? Or, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that bog would sink back so bad. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. Yep. But maybe they got special bog over there. They used that much of it that they might have developed a special bog. <laughs> I have actually heard, I have actually heard that the Bondo, whatever you want to call it, that they sell at Armadale Auto Parts. Yeah. It's an American one. Okay. Apparently, that doesn't sink back. All right. Okay. So, um, anyway, nonetheless... Yeah. Uh, Hennessy Performance have unveiled a six-wheeled version of the Ford F-150. Ford actually bring 50 cars or around about 50 cars to SEMA. And obviously the Mustang is... They've got seven of the Mustangs um, leading the showcase there. There's a Jack Rouse Mustang, as we'd come to expect. Have they rebodied one? 
Yeah, they have. They have because the, the Roush one is rebodied. Because they are the ugliest car on the planet. I've got to be honest with you. You won't <laughs> like the Jack Roush one. It's even uglier. Yeah, you know it's that not, bonnet not line is. I don't know what's going on there. It looks like a steel cap boot. Yeah, you won't <laughs> like the wide body Roush one. It, I, there's a photo of it there. I I, I wasn't. I I didn't like it. Myself. They need to fix the bonnet. Yeah. Yeah, the bonnet needs to sort of come down instead down, of going up. Up, it goes up, doesn't it? And then, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you try and stick a Mondeo front end on a sports car. Yeah, that's what we, the, the what is it? The world? It's the world face. Well, that's what the, Mondeo means. Yeah, yeah Mon- world. Yeah, but it's their world. <laughs> what I meant to say is like the the Mondeo, the Escape, all of those cars, the Falcon, the other Mustang, all have that same face. What? Like they they drove into a brick wall. <laughs> The Falcon's not bad. The the FGX was alright. Oh, oh yeah, you know what? It was the best the, of yeah, the yeah. The and and it sucks that We're not the FG, right, and the bloody VF, mm. two best Australian cars ever built, and they're the last ones. Yeah, yep. It sucks. Really, it really sucks. Anyway, um, Chevrolet released a, a, hot, a partnership with Hot Wheels. I actually saw that one today come through. That was not too bad. I didn't mind the Camaro. It looked quite. It looked quite good. That one. Uh, Ring Brothers have also released a number of cars. Um, they got a Hellcat, um, 6.2 litre uh, supercharged V8. They've also got an AMC car that they're releasing as well. That looked kind of pretty spun out, actually. The Javelin was a pretty good looking car mm. to start with. Yeah. But, I mean, it, are they doing this just because they want to do something different? I think so. I mean, the Ring Brothers are pretty well known for for doing different stuff, and they're the real top end of customization over there. Big dollar. And it's actually got an AMC engine in it. Mm, yep. Wow. Mm. No, no, hang on. It says here, it says a Hellcat engine. No, that's there. There's a Hellcat, and then they're also, oh. there's three cars that they're bringing yeah, in right there as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. 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 The interesting one that I saw was Speedcore a debut in a carbon fiber Dodge Demon. So we we talked about the Dodge Demon about eight or nine, ten episodes ago. Yeah, but uh, there seems to be a lot of carbon happening at this SEMA. But this will be the first carbon kit for the Dodge Demon. So they're they're shedding a fair bit of weight from this car. Did you did you watch uh, the the Grand Tour? I did. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it last week but so I'd did say. you see the one where they've yeah got I, I did see that one actually the the hellcat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and two two truckloads of tires <laughs> I did, how the I hell actually did, did watch that one i did see that how one, yeah. did they get permission to do donuts at italian landmarks and i oh, it, it blows you away the the money that they must put into that show and amazon owns it eh? yeah amazon yeah yeah the, the shot the like, council approvals they need to get I mean, I suppose Amazing. when you look at it that way, it wouldn't be that hard. Mm. Yeah. Come on, compare. Hey, lead. Hey, millilitre, three mil. <laughs> so, yeah, and BMW, they had a swag of new cars as well that they're debuting there. Sorry. Mate, sorry to cut you off yeah. there, but this 30th anniversary M3, mm. I'm, I'm very keen to see this. You're getting one? No, no, oh, okay. but, but funnily enough, I've mm. got a customer who wants me to tub a genuine wow. E30 M3. 
three. I said to him, bro, you know how much this car's worth? So he's got a, I think it's a, what they call an M54, mm. a 3.3 litre, I think. And apparently, this is a perf car, right? Yeah. Uh, he got the motor built over in Sweden or somewhere. Mm. Uh, 1,000 horsepower. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a bit of research on the, on the M54, uh, a few years ago, because when I started mucking around with these Beamers, I, you know, I just thought they were a really cool car, and they go really good naturally aspirated. I thought, I wonder what it'd go like with Boost, you know? And as you know, we did that um, uh, transmission conversion just yep. recently on that um, 5 Series, mm-hmm. um, which has basically got a standard engine with the GD35 on it, and, yeah. you know, the head gasket's still in it, so... There is a version of the M54 was built for the American market with an iron block, right? Yeah, okay. And you can load some, you know, like it's a pretty bulletproof, you know, bottom end. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see what they've built. Do you know if it's a V8 or if it's a boosted 6? No, I don't. No, no details no, out no, yet. No. Mm. It, it would be probably by now because most of these cars were being debuted today. Well, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Last night and this morning, actually, yep. I, I got up early this morning and watched. And if you go to nhra.com, and I'm sure you can get a feed from elsewhere, but I, I got mine from there. The, the new cars were debuted on nhra.com. There's a live feed from SEMA. There's oh. a lot of music in there as well. The other one is Hyundai. Yeah. Right now, no one's taking Hyundai serious in this country, in mm. this state, right? Except for the WA police. Yep. They've got. Their fleet of Hyundai's. Have they? Yep. No, I've seen them. I didn't even realise. I thought they were cruising around in uh, what's that one? Kluger. Toyota. Kluger. No, no, no. They've got the uh, Hyundai. Oh, I've got to get this right. What are they called? Uh, they're a V6 rear wheel drive. Oh, the the one that's not branded Hyundai. It's branded uh, Genesis. It's a Hyundai. It's a Hyundai yeah, know, Genesis. But the, you, that car has no branding of Hyundai on it's it It's probably because the police didn't want to be, you know, known as driving around. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've actually been in one of those. Beautiful car. Yeah. Beautiful they're, they're car. They're a good car. They're, and they're available in America with a V8. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I, I, was, I was surprised. Might have to edit that out, actually. If some people hear me say it was Hyundai was a beautiful car, <laughs> lose some respect. You're going to lose there. some listeners. <laughs> but it was. It was a magnificent car. It's a big car, too, isn't it's it? It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's bigger. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely... Mate, Hyundai's come a long way. Um, mm. I had the opportunity a few years ago to uh, get some sponsorship yep. from Hyundai. And... Um, you know, they were going to give us some engines, the mm. V8 uh, okay. Genesis engines. But, um, so you dink them about that? Police are using Genesis? Yeah, yeah, that's what they've got. Because, like, none of the techniques that they've learnt, you know, over the last hundred years, I guess, yeah. um, are going to work with the front wheel drives. Mm, of course. You know? And this is, uh, this is the sad part about what's happening with this motor industry in this country because mm. um you know i mean the police are gonna drive for your tires <laughs> it is oh, that's shocked me to be honest but i i can understand the logic that it does logically i understand well, you know it, what i mean like how, how they yeah. you know deal with yeah. certain situations mm. it's going to be completely different in a real wheel drive car mm. 
versus yep. a front-wheel drive car. Mm. And you've seen how much drama we've had just trying to get that thing to hook up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so... So, I, I look forward to seeing what they've got come mm. out. I, look, I think that there is going to be a big shift in the industry, mm. in, the, in the performance car industry. I think we're going to see more BMWs, more Mercedes... And, uh, you know, maybe some oddballs like the Hyundai and so on. Yeah. Um, and I think that, the, unfortunately, and, and it's their own fault, Ford and General Motors, um, they're going to go to the back. Yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. It's it's sad, but... <clears throat> they may lead sectors in the market like SU... No, not SUV, the work trucks, the Ranger and that, that sort, of, sort of stuff. SUV. Yeah, I know, I know you call it an SUV. But I still can't. I know it's a oh, because utility vehicle, but I was still think an SUV is like you know soccer mums. But anyway, no, that's a soccer mum. That's different, <laughs> that's a different brand, different markets, <laughs> different market. I I don't know. Yeah, I know the Rangers flavor of the month at the moment. I've I've driven one. It was a wild track. It was a customer's car, and I drove it for uh, from basically Bunbury to to Perth. It was beautiful. Yeah. Magnificent. Yep. Loved yep. it. But it was only two hours, but I mean, it was down a straight bit of road down the freeway. But yeah, had lane assist and all those sort of features. It's a great car. Hmm. I'm going to set the table here for you. This is, we'll finish <laughs> off with this. I'm going to set the table. And now I'm going to play a, a segment of another podcast called Shift and Steer. Now, I'm not mocking these guys. I'm not mocking them. But I am chuckling at what they think or their perception of a right-hand drive vehicle is. Let's let's just have a listen here. Did such cool a good job on cars. that thing. We didn't have to touch anything. We didn't we didn't mess with the carbs or anything. It just fired right up, and it's right-hand drive. It's got a T5 transmission in it. It's got a hot little engine that makes like two and a quarter horsepower. I don't is, shift well with my left hand. No, and and the question everybody seems to ask is when it's right-hand drive, is the shift pattern flipped? And no, it's the same. No, it's it's same. Not. They it's don't the change same. the yeah. transmission. Yeah. So yeah. first gear with your left hand is here. out toward the driver's yeah. side door, right? So you're out there, uh, and it's not close. If it yeah. was backwards, I think it would really screw you up because you're used to going. I don't know. It's just I mean, I've driven one car with a yeah. with a right hand drive, and shifting it's just weird. It's weird, know? yeah. Especially when the clutch is on the wrong yeah. side. <laughs> it's in the middle. It's weird. <laughs> no, it's no, not. you got to straddle it's and put still your, on the other yeah, side. Yeah, the, the pedals car. are still yeah, on the other side. The other side. That's... Okay. What, what is their perception? I don't know. Of you know, drive vehicle. I've been uh, to the US. So I didn't have any dramas. <laughs> I've driven in the US only once. No, twice. Sorry, twice on two separate occasions and a, a myriad of different vehicles. I had no problem. No, I didn't. And and like. Uh, the first lap I did in in a left hand drive car was a 650 at 220 <laughs> mile an hour. So I, I don't know. I think those guys. Said, what car were they talking about? It was actually Adam Carolla's Bluebird that he's trying to sell. So it's a, a Paul Newman. I think it's a Paul Newman uh, Bluebird. So you remember the old Nissan Datsun Bluebird? So it's a racing car that they're trying to sell. And it was a right-hand oh. drive. I think it may have been from... It had a... Sounds like a Group C car. Yeah, it, it looks very similar do to a Group C Do you remember those car. things? Yeah, I do. They were George pretty cool. F- George, right? Fury. George Fury, yeah. 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 Um, 
I think they were talking about that car, and it was a, from Japan originally, so it was a right-hand were drive vehicle. Were they turbocharged? Yeah, they were, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they yep. were a bit of a beast, eh? They were. And they, they looked were. cool with the box flares. They did, yeah. yeah. Group C, Pol- you know, that's what we need. We need Group C back. I agree, 100%. I've said that a long time ago. It was just a, a cool C. class. Mm. No, oh, you were going to talk about Powerpalooza. No, I was just going to, I don't know. We, no, we, obviously, you didn't go and I, I didn't go. I, I didn't here. go, but I had a lot of customers ring me back. Oh, not ring me back, ring me up about mm. it. Um, uh, and they ran it on the Sunday. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, look, the drag racing fraternity in Western Australia definitely bent over backwards to try and support the event. Two of my customers were, like, had rescheduled to work on uh, Sunday so that they could race on Saturday, mm. right? And then rescheduled again yeah. to... Um, uh, be able to race on Sunday mm. and actually went into work, did a few hours and then yeah. shot down there and raced. So uh, all I know about the event is that uh, Albie won uh, Top Sportsman mm-hmm. and um, Johnny, Johnny Hugo is what we call <laughs> You know, with the, the Trans Am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He run it up. Yeah. But he ran a PB. Yeah, okay. That's got a, uh, I think they call it a LSX 454R. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a crate sort of engine. And they fitted a dry sump to it, right? Um, went 8-1. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. When he rang me today, I was like, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I know about the event. I don't really, mm. I know. I also believe that um, uh, they cancelled Outlaws. Yep. And... Um, Sugar Smith Racing, I think that's what they're called. Lovely couple, J- Jody. I think the uh, is that Jody Mellet? Uh, no, like no, I'd be lying if I said. But anyway, uh, mm. I know that that they they made our wedding cake. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I probably should know. <laughs> and I know, I know she she gave us a video when I was driving the funny car. And the shoots failed. I was racing her. Yep. So she gave me all the onboard footage. It's pretty spectacular when it goes into the sand. It's like I hit a wall of sand. <laughs> so um, I know that she raced in modified. Yeah. Because they, they wanted to get some laps down. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I don't know how the event went. I mean, you know, it sucks when you get uh, bad weather like that. Mm. Um, because even if you have fantastic racing, which I've seen happen there before, there's no crowd there to yeah, that's know, right. soak it up. Yeah, so it was but, terrible weather Saturday night, especially about six thirty. Just sort of clouded over, and that was that was the end of it. I, I um I can tell you now that you can just feel it in the air that the drag racing fraternity mm. and what's going on at the moment in drag racing with Australia. Yeah, it's just a big big improvement. Everyone's uh, you know, pushing to go quicker and, and uh, get down there and do laps, you know. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good season. There's a, a test and tune coming up and then the Golden States. Golden States, yeah. Is- so uh, we'll see. Hopefully they get good TV coverage and these guys get the opportunity to, um, hmm. uh, you know, get the sponsorship because that's what it's all about. It's about advertising. That's right. If yeah. they can't get the advertising, they're not going to get the sponsorship. If they mm. can't get the sponsorship, they can't afford to go racing. 
Went down to all four day on Sunday. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Went Where did they the have morning. it? Uh, Bassendine Oval, Blue oh, Steel yeah. Oval, yeah. Or yep. Swans, well, still Swans, Swan District's home ground. It's quite good. There's a lot of cars. More cars than I've ever seen there before. Really? Mm. Yep. I went there for the GM day, mm. uh, which... The GM day I've been before, that's well patronised as well, but it, I felt this was probably the best all four day I've been to Any a anything, long time. Anything that stood out? Yeah, there was a number of... Was that on Sunday? Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah right, because I, um, I forget whose car it is. The Orange XW with the white interior. It's been in a few magazines. Oh, Dom's. Dom looks Is that Dom's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, was that down there? I didn't see him there, no. It, it could have been. There was a lot of cars there. I don't actually know. Not the orange one, the gold. Oh, Johnny's. Johnny's That's with it. the white roof. Yes. Yeah, Johnny was there, yeah. He was yeah. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him driving down Marangaroo Drive. Yeah, yeah. And it was a ZC or ZD. That's his father, the Sheik. White one. Yeah, the Sheik. The Sheik. They were calling him the Sheik. Why is that? dad. It's, it's a name that goes back a long time ago. He's a former employee of his, he used to call him the Sheik because he looked like the one of the wrestlers called... I can't remember. It was a wrestler called the Sheik. Something. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, he, looks, he does, rese- does resemble him. Yeah. Like. Well, I saw them. The Johnny's Jun- his that name. That thing yeah. sounds like it's off its head. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 his. And then his brother has got uh, a yellow Mustang as well, Tony. Right. So yeah. No, they're into it. They're, yeah. 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 Cool. They were down there to chat with them. So yeah. Anything that stood out? Um, there was a, a '66 Galaxy two door that, that was quite nice down there that I, I, I took a liking to. Yeah. Yeah, um, that 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 XW's got bead locks on it too. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, because yep. <laughs> I remember thinking, what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that's 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 the guy that's detailing the Camry. That's oh, there you go. Yeah. There Benzine's you go. He's detailing, mate. That thing sounds <laughs> off. It's not. Yeah, it's got a new power plant. Uh, he put in it about a year ago. So yeah, yeah. He's just crazy. That. Yep. Looks tough as with mm. the the bead locks and the radials. Yeah, yeah. All right, we will. Anything else? Um, no, nah, just uh, you know, keeping on that tracking number. <laughs> keeping on, you've got the tracking number. I've got it now as well, so no, that'll be good. I, I don't think there's, um, you know, look, I really hope we make it, mm. but um, I'm just about ready to chuck the towel in. I've got it. It's been a hell of a week, you know, with um, with everything that's happened. Mm. Um, you know, and, and it was just ridiculously busy the last couple of weeks. Yeah. To to, uh, to add to that, so uh, you know, I hope we make it. But um, I'm I'm at the point now that I'm so burnt out because I've just put in so many hours. Mm. I really kind of just wish it was over and done with, and I could say, oh well, you know, we didn't make it. But I just think with that, with that, if that's leaving Melbourne on the 29th, which was in essence, leaving Melbourne yesterday. It wouldn't have left on a Sunday, and it's coming by road. You, you I don't know. think that's left Melbourne. Yeah. That says... It says it's in Melbourne on the yeah. 29th. Arrived. See? Shit. Arrived on the 29th. Sorry about that. I'll that. Arrived at facility and destination, 3.30 on Sunday, so... Yeah, all right, and that's what it says. But the USPS one says it left Melbourne on the twenty fifth, because because Ian was going, oh, you know, it's in the US, it's in Australia. What are you talking about? It's been there for days. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs> it's only three thousand six hundred kilometres away. Mm. 
Anyway. All right. So, so, so um, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to say, uh, and now I've forgotten. <laughs> I got sidetracked there with the, um, the parts. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to ring Scott mm. tonight. Yep. I had, had sort of planned this out. I was going to call him earlier on in the day. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, I, I got the email and, and thought, well, we're still in with a chance. Yeah, yep. You know, you know, Dave said it the other day, well, it's not like you haven't done something stupid like this before. <laughs> <laughs> so you never know. We might still make it. I'm still confident. I'm still oh, yeah. confident, yeah. <laughs> I just need to book some plane tickets, that's all. But <laughs> I haven't booked him yet because I'm not... I'm, I am confident, but not that confident. Yeah, but. no, well, you're more confident than me. Well, like I said, I, I think I said in the last episode that if the car makes it there, then we know that the hand of the Lord reached down <laughs> through the clouds and touched the Camry. And we will be invincible. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, speaking of uh, helping, a helping hand, not just from the good Lord, but we are getting that good helping hand from all fast torque converters. That's you over there. <laughs> Keys Transmissions, Shift Kits Australia, BG Mechanical, Mac One Air Conditioning, Challenge Batteries, Benzene's Detailing, WA Suspensions, SCM Performance, Bryson Canvases, and OTR, yeah. Off the Road Tires. OTR off the road tires there and and who else? There's more, but wait, there's more. Yeah, you said yeah, Bri- yeah. Bryson canvassing. Bryce canvas, yep. uh, Mick at Overboost. Mick, yeah, Mick at Overboost and uh, uh, Rob at Monster Talk. Yep, yep. Uh, who else's balls have I broken? Uh, <laughs> Not mine. So no, that's, that's a good. One. <laughs> and of course, my beautiful wife for yeah. for never seeing me. I know she's. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife, when I go on a Saturday morning, she goes, you're off again, are you? Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, but we will... Wish we'll me luck as I wave you goodbye. <laughs> Here I go. Anyway. On that note, thanks, Simon. Thanks for having me here at the All Fast Talk Convention. Oh, yeah, I still got a few hours welding to do. I do? All right, well, I'll, uh, I'll start. I was thinking about whether it would interfere with the um, with the podcast if I was just ticking something up. <laughs> Short the computer out. It might, it might sound better. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Nick. Take care. (laughs) See you on the streets. Bye. Talking power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.